Hi, I'm Liv. And I'm Maddie, but not like from the Disney Channel show. And today, we're going to be talking about a man who killed a lot of cats. But we'll get into that later. If you haven't picked it up already, we're talking about Ed Kemper today. Um, specifically, we're going to go off of like what Ed did to his victims, kind of from his point of view, like why he did it. And then we're going to try to go into the victim's point of view, more so what they were doing when they got killed and how they got killed, because we don't know what they were thinking as they're all dead. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so going back, Ed killed a lot of female students because of how much he hated his mother. Um, he pretty much loathed her because of how uh, abusive she was as a child. Yeah, um, he, she, she was very physically and emotionally abusive to Ed to the point where when he was 15, he was done and he ran away to try and find his dad. Um, his dad rejected him, though, um, so he had to live with his grandparents for a while. Um, his grandma was just as abusive as, as his mother, though, um, so he loathed her as well. <laughs> so, from a very young age, he was obsessed with death. If you have a child like this, or you are a child like this, seek help. Please, thank you. I would rather not hear about Ed Kemper, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was obsessed with death to the point where he would play electric chair and gas chamber with his sisters, where basically he would pretend to die, like start like writhing around and like roll his eyes back in his head and... Yeah. Yeah, just act out his own death. Which is very concerning. Um, he would also mutilate his sister's dolls. So, like, you know, cut off the head, cut off arms, legs. Those poor sisters. Yeah. Um, we have talked about how we feel really bad for these sisters. Right. Um, I really hope they got mental help because I think that if I saw, like, my doll mutilated on a f the floor as a child... By your I would, brother? <laughs> I I would probably, yeah. I would probably, like, now have a fear of everything. Yeah. Not just cotton balls. That's a lot of trauma. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he also uh, killed their family cat, which is Madison's favorite topic. Oh, yeah. Um, he killed the cat. Whoops. I love that sound effect. <laughs> um, yeah, he buried the family cat alive and then decapitated it with a machete and then put the head on a stick and then hid the remains in his closet. If you, once again, if you are a child or have a child acting like this, please seek help. One of the early... Um tellers of a child developing some mental problems and a, fascina a fascination with um, murder um, is that they will like to kill animals. So this is a very 
concerning thing early on in his life. And for Ed, it just happened that he really enjoyed killing cats. Um, he did that at age 13. So, 13. Ed did realize that he had very violent behaviors, like when he was younger, so like when he was killing the cat and mutilating the dolls. Um, we have a quote here, so, quote, When I was in school, I was called a chronic daydreamer, and I saw a counselor twice during junior high and high school, and that was very routine. They didn't ask me a lot of questions about myself, and that was probably the most violent fantasy time I was off into, end quote. Um, and this leads us into, like, his desire to start killing women began at age 15, he said, um, in a interview. Going back, his mother was very abusive, and that, um, just led him to want to kill her um so all of the killings that he went through with were leading up to her death yeah so like kind of like the kill all men joke nowadays just make it kill all women (laughs) um bad joke we know but (laughs) had to do it to him yeah (laughs) Um, His mother, as we've said, was very abusive. She was an alcoholic, and she would lock Ed in their basement alone at night. So he would have to sleep in there alone in the dark. And I don't know how you would feel about that, but I wouldn't feel very good. Yeah, I would guess that it was probably cold, too. Yeah. Because generally basements are pretty cold. Yeah. But, yeah, so as we said before... Um, every time we say the word before, I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, his grandma was just as abusive as his mom. And we have a quote here, another quote, that, that on the abusive grandma. Quote, I couldn't please her. It was like being in jail. I became a walking time bomb and I finally blew. End quote. So that just tells us, um, he really just was going through it going through it man um but like he said he was a walking time bomb so oh man time bombs eventually go off don't they (laughs) they do um they they should unless batman stops it like he does to the joker's time bombs oh goodness (laughs) anyways um his grandpa was um a big player in him murdering, yeah. I guess, um, and his animal uh, killing spree, I guess. So his grandfather bought him a rifle that he used to shoot birds. He had to do it to him. Um, had to do it. Um, but his grandma didn't want him killing the birds, so she took away his rifle that his grandpa gave him. Um, this got Kemper really mad, and so he shot his grandma in the back of the head three times, and, which obviously killed her, um, and whenever his grandpa came home, he didn't want his grandpa to have to see his grandma dead, so in the driveway, he also shot his grandpa, killing him. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then after that, he called his mother because he really, he was 15 when he did this. So he didn't know what to do. And his mom told him to wait to, for the police. And Ed went to jail until he was 21. So he only went to jail for six years for two murders. Which is a little concerning, but he was a minor. So I, I don't know. I don't know how to just justify that. But yeah. here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so that's his background a little bit. Um, yeah. And his, I guess, point of view on why he did all of these things. Yeah. So um, we're now going to talk about the victims and more like how they like how he killed them but ed did the point of killing all these victims was finding the perfect way to murder his mother Mm -hmm. and on the murders he said quote they represented not what my mother was but what she liked what she coveted what was important to her and i was destroying it end quote so whenever you think about these victims and why he killed them um that's pretty much self-explanatory now um we will now read their names off um and then we will tell you a little bit about them uh starting with madison she will okay starting with maude and edmund kemper these were his grandparents um, the next set of victims were Marianne Pesh and Anita Luchessa. The third victim was Aiko Ku. Uh, the fourth was Cindy Shaw. The fifth set was Rosalind Thorpe and Allison Liu. The sixth set um, of victims were Clarnell Strandberg and Sally Hallett, who were his mother and her his mother's best friend. Okay, so going back, just for a little recap. <laughs> Maud was killed at the kitchen table when she was shot three times in the back of the head after taking Ed's gun. And Edmund was shot in the driveway because Ed did not want him to have to walk into the kitchen and just see his wife dead at the table, brain blown out. Moving on to the next victims, uh, Marion Pesh and Anita Luchessa were hitchhiking to Stanford University in 1972 when um, Ed picked them up and drove them to a secluded wood and he stabbed them and strangled them to death um, before driving back to his apartment and disposing of them. Okay, so the next victim is Aiko Ku. She was hitchhiking to dance and um, Ed obviously came by and picked her up and she was choked unconscious, and then raped, killed, dismembered, and then was disposed of. Oh. As a dancer, I wouldn't hitchhike to dance anymore, even though I haven't before, but, you know. Whoops, announcements. As a not-dancer, I would not hitchhike to dance either. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> The next victim, Cindy Shaw, um, was 19 years old, and uh, Ed picked her up near Watsonville, California in 1973 and shot her in the trunk of his car. Um, He took her corpse back to his apartment and had intercourse with her dead body, uh, dismembered it, and buried it in his mother's backyard. Um, 
Also, going back real quick, we probably should have mentioned something. <laughs> yeah. Madison, do you want to... Fine. Um, Ed Kemper was a necrophile, meaning he enjoyed raping women's dead bodies. Like, he was sexually attracted to corpses. Woo. Woo. Um, anyways, so that kind of plays into this victim, um, sadly. And all the victims after And it. all the victims after her. But, um, he would bury... Um, his victim's bodies in his mother's backyard. He started doing that because um, he wanted essentially their um, bodies or death, quote-unquote. Um, he wanted death to look at his mother um, while she was, I mean, just going about her daily life uh, because she didn't know, obviously, that he wanted to kill her and he just said that it was it felt good knowing that like right under her nose was like death <laughs> licking her in the eyes um so the next victim it victims i should say were rosalind thorpe and allison liu and rosalind was 23 and allison was 20 and they were both attending the university of california in 1973 they were lured into his car because he had a university sticker on it. So they're like, hey, it's somebody who goes here. We can trust him. And then he shot them, wrapped them in blankets, and threw them into the trunk. And once he got home, he beheaded the bodies and raped the dead Allison. And then he removed the bullet from Rosalind's head and buried the bodies in Santa Cruz. So, um, that leads us into his mother, uh, Clarnell San Strandberg, and Sally Hallett, her best friend, um, being killed by Ed. Um, this was in 1973, um, like most of his murders, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, he killed his mother with a claw hammer while she slept, and then, necrophilia again, uh, plays here. He decapitated her, and then had intercourse with her head not attached to her body um okay <laughs> i don't have i don't have a barf sound effect so that one was solely me yep um very concerning very disgusting cool um let's move on sally was uh ed's mom's best friend um, and he called her over, um, just saying that he just went chat and stuff. Um, but he killed her so that, um, attention wouldn't be drawn to him. It would be more drawn to the fact that they found two dead bodies and not, like, just his mom. Um, yeah. So, so he killed the best friend to help cover up the murder. But then he drove to Colorado and called the police. I think somebody's being murdered outside the door. Whoopsie. And turned himself in. No, keep that in. So, and turned himself in. Like, he could have easily gotten away with it, but he was just decided that he was done. And, yeah, just turned himself in. And 
He now is, is serving eight life sentences for the murders. Uh, he is serving now in California medical, in the California medical facility. Ugh, can't talk. But um, he's 71 years old now, still living. Ooh. Not woo. Um, <laughs> but he is spending a lot of time in jail, so I'm... I think that's good. I think that is very good yeah. that he is... At least he was caught. Yeah. Um, Unlike some serial killers. Yeah. We're, but that's another story, okay? For another episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, Miss Turley, we love you. This goes out to you, T-Dog, especially with the dead cats, you know. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> um, hopefully you're the only one that listens to this. Love you very much. Mwah. Goodbye.